Hey everybody and welcome to episode 13 of My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. Season 1 is all about recovering from religiosity and guess what? It's the season 1 finale week! I'm so excited to have a special guest, Shantae, with me on the show to join the discussion. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. You know, for one thing, when it comes to church hurt, um, you have those that have genuinely experienced church hurt, and then you have others that may have just experienced of sense. So, for example, maybe somebody didn't speak to them that Sunday. They didn't get a church fan. You know, like little, <laughs> you know, like little offenses like that. But it'll right. be as you know, oh, I've experienced church hurt, and I'm leaving the church. Um, versus those that have genuinely experienced church hurt, and then also you have um, where we attribute, you know, church hurt to everyone. Um, and, you know, walk away from from the, you know, church as a whole versus right. recognizing that it is the local church. Um, so, you know, before we got it, got started with your experience, um, I felt like it was important to kind of um, identify what church hurt really, really looks like and then also mm-hmm. um, making sure that we're rightly attributing the, the hurt to you know, not not necessarily blaming people, um, right. but also not giving up on the entire church just because exactly. of what we experience, you know, um, in in a local church. Right. Yeah. So, um, did you have like any thoughts as far as you know what I was saying with the offenses or? Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So. I feel as though minor offenses in the church should not be looked at as church hurt um, as far as, you know, someone maybe not speaking to you or recognizing you for certain um, accomplishments that are being made or um, getting the accolades that you need or um, those certain things should not be attributed with uh, church hurt. Um, and also with church hurt, is not the entire body of Christ. Sometimes yeah. when people talk about church hurt, they include the entire body of Christ and not just the offenses of people. And we hold people to a certain to a certain standard, um, and you know we kind of blame the entire body of Christ. So I think that when when you think about offenses that happens in the local church or in ministries that you you know you have to look beyond that that party and look that there is a whole body of Christ that has um you know that will love on you no matter um 
the circumstances of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree with that. Um, so I I mean we can go ahead and get straight into um your experience mm-hmm. um, with with church hurt whatever you you know feel feel comfortable sharing. Oh, yeah. um, and and I wanted to make this disclaimer you know to those that are listening. Um, most of the topics that we talk about on the podcast are taboo topics, um, topics that not a lot of people are willing to discuss, um, especially in, in the church. Um, and this should in no way be seen as a bashing session or anything like that. Um, but I do feel like genuine church hurt is something that needs to be talked about. Um, and that there's a way to go about talking about it without, you know, putting people on blast or, you know, um, coming against someone's character. Um, but I do feel like, you know, this experience um, is worth is worth sharing, um, and that it's important for us to talk about. So if you want to go ahead and just, you know, share your experience um, with church hurt. Um, what you've learned from it, you know, and, and things like that, you you are free to do so. Okay. Yeah, well, with my experiences, I wouldn't even – I use the term church hurt very, very loosely. <laughs> um, a lot. Yeah. That, that title to me has so many I, – I don't know. Um, it just gets a bad reputation. So when I okay. – just like what I said, like I said earlier, I don't want to – uh, include hurt with the church, the church hurt because basically you just you're you're experiencing disappointment and hurt from people that are just so happen to be a part of God's church. So I use the term church hurt very loosely, but um, for me it's just been just it's just been disappointment um, from people, um, not the whole church as a whole. Yeah, so. Um, you know, I've recently, um, right now, I'm not, I'm not a part of a what you call church home. Um, okay. So, you know, for the past nine years, I was a part of a local church, and I served um, on the leadership board. Uh, I was, you know, praise and worship leader for six years. Um, okay. I've done a lot, <laughs> you know. You know, fellowship. You know, you know the routine protocol. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, you know the platform services, the women services, the shut-ins, the you know the the revivals, fellowship, you know, the revivals <laughs> you know it, the anniversary services. I've I've lived through it all, and through my time, it I've I've seen myself grow. And then there was a point where I just. Um, you know, you go through the whole protocol of things, and you kind of get stagnant, and you kind of stay in one place. And when you stay in that one place, and you don't see any growth take place, and, but you you're so attached to something that you continue in this cycle, and you continue to just be a part, and then you and then you wind up still showing up every Sunday, still showing up on Tuesdays for Bible study, still showing up but there still isn't any elevation taking place. And that's where you have to really, um, you know, recognize and, and, and 
work on yourself and look and see what your relationship with Christ is like. You can't really depend on people within um, your local church to do that for you. Um, But the experiences that I've seen is just, you know, um, being in a role and not just certain things, if there's a level of respect that should take place when it, for anyone, I don't, titles do not move me. <laughs> they do not move me. Just, you know, they don't move me. But there is a certain respect that we should have for the people in the household faith, and that's word. We just should have a, a level of respect for each, for one another, regardless of, you know, your, how long you've been doing it, the seniority um, of it, your title, whatever, there should just be a certain level of respect. And sometimes when the respect level is not reciprocated, it can be very disappointment and hurtful. So, so yeah, you can kind of say, oh, I was hurt by the church because I, I felt disrespected, I felt humiliated, I felt this way, but these are occurrences that happen with just people that were inside of a church, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I totally see that. Um, so you you said that you are a part of a um, you know, a lo- a local church. No. Um, currently. Yeah. Um, so what what would you say you've learned from from your from your you know experience, um, you know, with with the disappointment from from I guess you say leadership. Mhm. Um, what would you say that you you've learned from that? Because you know you have some that just go to a different church, but you know you you know aren't at a you know at a local church. So you know what would you say that that you've learned um, as a result of, or or how did it affect you really? I, it just it made me sit back and reflect on what it is that I was doing because some people, you know, you get caught up in the the protocol of what you're supposed to be doing on Sundays and on month, uh, on Tuesdays or Wednesdays and, you know, the whole calendar for the whole year and what um, the mission of the, the, the church is supposed to be and you focus on that. And sometimes it is your duty as a servant of Christ and a and a um a believer of God to seek out what what it is that he what he has for you individually. There is a collective work to be done as the body of Christ, and there is an individual work. And sometimes our individual works get overshadowed by the collective work, and we are so busy trying to um, accommodate our local churches and what you know, what the vision is for them, that we sometimes forget that God has an individual purpose for us and that we can't ignore that. We are all here for a purpose. We are all here um, to accomplish something that the Lord has for us to do, and we cannot allow the the vision of our local churches. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, if you are a part of a um, church, their mission is very important, and you should be a part of that. You should definitely be a part of that. But also seeking out God for your individual self, because at the end of the day, 
you know, we're not all going to see God together. We're not, it's not a group thing. It's not, this is, this walk and this journey is individual. So it, it's definitely an individual journey that each and every one of us has to take. So if I took anything from it, it took for me to say, you know what, well, what, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Because I know that now that the church is, um, because the church that I was a part of, is no longer. It's not even there anymore. So it's okay. not as if, you know, it's not as if I just left or, um, you know, I you know I just removed myself from the roster. No, it is no longer in existence. So I'm just, yeah, yeah. So it's okay. I I know that um, because that uh, ministry is no longer. And it, uh, operation that does not stop what God has placed inside of me. Got you. Yeah. Got you. So how did it? Uh, okay. How did how did it make you feel to? I I can assume that you kind of felt possibly betrayed or, you know, to not even have the option to, <laughs> you know, as far as whether or not you wanted to be a part of a different, you know, church or if right. you know, like, because basically, like, it's being forced. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it definitely was forced, and it was not something that, you know, it was, it was, it was sudden. It was like, it wasn't something. Like, you didn't have time to prepare? No, not, not at all. Um, wow. Not well, at all. totally different from, like, I've been considering leaving for, you know, Right. Like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that and that and that happens. And I want to be very clear to people listening that that happens in ministry. That sometimes you think about leaving and you get you think about leaving and then you contemplate. You're like, oh, I shouldn't leave because of this, (laughs) or I shouldn't leave because of that, or you know, some it happens all the time. Be like, you know what? I'm ready to put up two fingers and. You'd be like, bye. It happens, but sometimes you know you just sit back and you're like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna work through this, and you have to ask yourself, what is it that is causing me to want to leave? You know, exactly. um, yeah. do you want to leave here because you don't feel like you're growing? Do you want to leave here because of people and you feel as if you're not being accepted? You have to ask yourself these questions when it comes down to your reasoning as to why you want to leave. And if you Most do want to leave, and if you do want to leave, what is your next step? Is your next step like you know what? And because I see it a lot on social media and um, things like that, just being around different people, and they're like, "Well, that's why I don't go to church no more. It's more yeah. devil in church than it is on the streets." And you know, you, you see those types of sayings and. I do not encourage it. Even though right now I don't, I, I myself personally am not a part. I don't, my name is not on anybody's roller roster right now. I still consider myself a part of the body of Christ because Christ, yeah. we, we are still, I'm still a part of the body of Christ, um, yeah. regardless of whether I have a home or not. Um, I just haven't been sent to a uh, place of worship yet, and I have not. Gotcha. Uh, I have just haven't joined a place yet. Gotcha. Um, as a yet. But I will never uh, forsake the assembling of the saints because that is that is needed. Iron sharpens iron. We need that fellowship. I don't care how many, uh, you know, 
hate to say this because it might not be the most popular, um, but you can stream it all day long. You can sit in your living room and you can stream all day long and you can watch clips and, and go on YouTube and you can do that and just the televangelists that come on TV. That is great. That is a great source to stay in connection. But there is still something about being in a, a corporate worship or corporate prayer with people surrounding you. And that's why I, I feel as if the word, that's why I was in the word, don't, don't forsake that assembling together because when you're around people and genuine people that are praying for you, you can feel, you can, you know, especially if you're empty, you know, there, there's really not much that can happen. Now, you can, don't get me wrong, the spirit can move anywhere in your living room, in your bathroom, in your closet. That's great. But when you're at a, a point where you're empty and you can't bring yourself to pray or you can't bring yourself to sing or, or, or bring yourself to, that's when you need other people to come and help uplift you and encourage you. And that, that is what we're here for. Most definitely. So basically what I'm hearing is that you haven't joined a local church, but you have been, you know, fellowshipping still. Yeah, I still, I still, I, I work for a church. Okay. Uh, it's, okay. you know, I, I, I actually, um, I work um, part-time for Christ United Methodist Church um, as a chef. They do a community meal every Monday for the community they feed. Yeah, we feed about 160 people. And I started off um, volunteering because I love, I'm a servant at heart. I love to serve. And me and my daughter, we went to um, the dinner one night, um, and we had the meal, and they were talking about volunteer opportunities. And this was over a year ago, um, actually last September. Um, of 2018, and my daughter was like, Mom, we should volunteer. And I said, oh, sure. So we signed up to volunteer, and each week we would go, and we would serve the meal, and they have a worship service. You know, they have a praise and worship team, and then the pastor may get up and talk about talk about just everyday life for 10 minutes. It's not a whole, it's not preaching, but it's just a spoken word for about 10 minutes, and then it's, you know, they go home. You know, so the whole thing is about an hour. It's about an hour. And I started off volunteering, and then it went from me volunteering to serve the meal to my dessert company, um, Grace Cakes. We actually started preparing desserts for the meal. So, yeah, so they asked me to prepare desserts. So I went from preparing, volunteering to preparing desserts to them approaching me, asking me would would I plan and prepare the whole meal for Monday night. The Monday night community meal, and I was all aboard. um, It was awesome. It was a blessing, and it came at a time where you know I, you know I was not. I was still in transition and just being around um, to buy your Christ. Denomination does not matter to me. Um, You know, you have your Baptist, you have your Apostolic, you have you know your Methodist. Denomination really did not matter at that point is just the genuine love of God that was shown that that um that just drew me to this um to these people and I'm forever grateful for them because um 
they they came in at a time and they just loved up on me and they offered me this position and it was you know helped me expand what I was trying to do within my um my business and so I, I every Monday I go and I plan and prepare this meal and I get to see people week after week after week and I feel as if I'm still serving in in this capacity. Yeah. Um, I've shared, um, I, you know, I write poetry and I've shared my poetry with the church, you know, so I still, I'm still in the body of Christ no matter, no, no matter what. Um, and my family, you know, my family, they come on Monday nights as well. So my family is getting what they need. Got you. That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. y'all. I- I think that's important because, you know, even though you had experienced, you know, um, disappointment from from people, um, and even just, you know, a sudden change um, mm-hmm. with, you know, church membership, even though you're not a member of a particular church, you still fellowship. And I think that's where um, that's something that's not talked about because it's either like right. I'm not going to church at all uh-huh. <laughs> or I'm going to be a member, you know, and so – um, I think that's an important thing to, you know, really touch on is that even if you have experienced disappointment and hurt to a level to where you don't feel comfortable being a member yet, like mm-hmm. you can still fellowship. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, and think, I think that's important. It's not, it's not all. It's very other. important. It's very important. And people need to see that they, I'm still not a member. Like they just. You know, I was a volunteer, and they never once pressured me into joining their congregation. They never once, you know, you know, they invited. Of course, they're going to invite you to their regular services, but they were just so happy just to have me where they could have me. You know, it just was, it was no pressure to join. Even as an employee, uh, official employee now, it was never a question of, okay, in order to be an employee, you have to join our church or you have to do anything else. It was very rare. It's very rare. It's very rare. (laughs) Let me tell you, it's very rare. They even connected my daughter. Um, My daughter recently um, had a a child that passed away, and they even connected, yeah, and they even connected my daughter with uh, one of their Stephen ministers, which come to talk to her every Friday around 10 a.m. They have a, a little lady that comes on out and she talks to her and just helps her through the grieving process. And just That's as a, sweet. it is it's very sweet. And, you know, you don't, and, and that is not me being a part of their church. Sometimes we get so caught up in what church is supposed to look like yep. and what true ministry, and we, we forget about what ministry is, exactly. you know. That's what we do. We forget about what true ministry is, and it, we, we're so trying, busy trying to like build up the numbers in our in our exactly. congregations yeah. that we forget yeah. about the the intimate parts of what true ministry looks like, and why we are supposed to not be so caught up in what you know the the, the protocol and the, the whole like I. I told someone this um, not too long ago that the Sunday morning it did not move me. Is it that that it was great? I love. Don't get me wrong. I love a good 
I love a good um, praise team. You know, I love a good. I love a good dance here and there. You know, a little shout. You know, praising. <laughs> I love it. You know, yes. But that is not what won me. That is that is not what won me to Christ. That is not what won me and made me want to come back week after week. The word is what, and the word being taught is and the, what, and the word and the word being lived out. And it being lived out, yes, it, it, that is what won me, and that what, that is what intrigued me and kept me coming back to get here more. Yeah. You know, yeah. that 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 is what pricked my heart and made me just you know stop for a second and say, okay, this 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 is what I this is what I need to hear. This is what I want, yeah. and just not and and that's what we that's what our focus. As believers should be, is exactly. to live out what we're talking about. And are we going to get it perfect? No, we are still human. We are still fleshly beings, and we are going to make mistakes. We are going to make mistakes, and we're going to make more mistakes. <laughs> yeah. But trying our hardest to just live up to what we are saying is the key to being able to um, to win people and just to level with people and, you know, um, just sometimes just the smallest thing could just win somebody over. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think being sensitive to to people because you don't – you never know what somebody has gone through. Exactly. And like, just using your church as an example – well, the church that you serve at – as an example, you know, if they would have been pressuring you to join and stuff, that could have resurfaced emotions that you went through, you know, with your with your previous church, um, and that could have, you know, stirred up some negative emotions, you know, for you, mm-hmm. and would have probably, you know, turned you away from them from even serving because they were so, you know, treating you as a number and, you know, stuff like that. And I think not being sensitive to that you know, turns a lot of people away because we just join my church, join my church. You know, we we need more. We need more people to join. But Mm -hmm. if somebody has had negative emotions surrounding church membership um, due to, you know, past experiences, that can resurface emotions that don't need to be resurfaced. Um, right, and just by being number hungry, you know, you turn somebody away from hearing the word. Um, you know, and really getting that that fellowship and love from from other people. Right. I feel I just feel like church is not a social club that exactly. that has benefits to their exclusive members. That's I just feel I I just feel that feel that way. You know, yeah. it's like a gym membership. It's like, oh, you got to join in order to partake in our classes. Like, you know, yeah. It's just, <laughs> like, you know, it just feels sometimes. The church is kind of like a social club, to, and it should be open to for everybody and all people. You know, yeah, you got gotcha. to. You can't get the benefits or perks. The perks until you become a member. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, is is this what God wanted for the body of Christ? That we, I can, I can't gain access until I say that I'm. Exclusively, I 
okay, you want me to confess with my heart, believe, uh, confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, you want me to say all these things, but I can't get the purse until I join your church. Got you. And, I'm, and I'm a member of... Becoming a Christian and being joined into the family of God, it is mm-hmm. the spectrum. You have church membership, but it's like it's being, it's being equal. Like it's being it's being viewed as as equal. So like membership equals true salvation. Right. Exactly. So like you're a Christian, but you're not a member, so you can't get the benefits of being a Christian. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like you know. Fellowship, love, accountability, all of those things are benefits of being Christians, not mystics. Exactly. And I get I get the it's very essential for the for the local church to have members. Now don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. What I when I say this, but let it flow because once once you present genuine love, once you present, you know, all these things, if it's meant to be, someone will join just off of you You just being there, just you know, the <laughs> just being the church, even if they don't join yours, because everybody is not a great fit, Yay. you know, it's, 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 everybody may not be a fit for the vision that you, you have or the vision that God gave you, exactly. so sometimes that's why, you know, you have people that leave the church or they go join another church, you know, because sometimes either they weren't, they were only there for a season or they weren't meant to be a part of it anyway because they just couldn't get what you, you what the church beliefs were. So sometimes when, when thinking about church, um, you can, you know, you can have vision nights, you know, where you can share your vision with you know, potential members to let them know this is this is who we are and this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sunday mornings is not <laughs> may not be the best place to do it. And um, you know, sometimes you know the spirit is high on Sundays. The Lord doesn't move. And, you know, it's just you know it's just an emotional time for some people. And then you have altar calls and we get prayer, and it's just like okay. Then you open up the doors to the church right then and there when yeah. someone is, you know, when someone is high off, you know, the spirit. Exactly. And, and, and then you open up the doors of the, doors of the church, and then, and then you see we had five, five people that joined or ten people joined and we got more people, and it's, it's okay. But are they going to stick with it? Because once you – you know, require certain things. It's like, okay, what what is all this? Where did this come from? They would have known that at vision night, or they would have known it beforehand. Sometimes those things, implementing those things, you know, yeah, it's nothing wrong with opening up the doors, but invite people to, you know, know what the vision is about before. You know, just I, just like I said earlier, you got. I don't want to like I said. I don't want to compare the church to the gym, but it's the same thing. You join, you join Planet Fitness because what is it? Ten dollars a month, no commitment. But if you go to Gold's Gym that's across town, they want you to do all. They want you to sign a contract. You got to pay this every month. Yep. You know the classes are included. You know you got all this other. You got these things. 
Yeah. Let people know ahead of time what they're getting themselves into before, you know. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, because at the end of the day, it's manipulation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't encourage anyone to not join, you know, anybody listening that, that is not a part of a local church. This is in no way um, – an invitation not to join a local church exactly. or to be looking for these things. Because if you go in, um, and it's both parties, you know, you have the church and you then you have the individual looking for a church home. Go into it with an open mind. You don't go into it with the expectation of, because if you're looking, some things can be an open wound to be like, oh, I experienced this before, and this this is familiar to me. I I can't I can't deal with this because I've dealt with this at my old church, mm-hmm. or I've dealt with this. No, it's not just you dealt with this at your old church. You dealt with this with another person. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So another person could have looked at you a certain way, or a certain situation can remind you of something, but that should just uh, turn you off from joining or from you know, still continue to pursue. You know, with me, I, um, I've i been visiting places and, you know, I'm comfortable where I'm at right now. You know, I'm, I'm very, I'm very comfortable, um, you know, just being free to visit where I want to visit when it's time yeah. to call somewhere home, I will do so. But right now, I'm not, I'm not going into every church with my eye my, my eyes wide open with a magnifying glass looking like, mm. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. I have to, I have to be very careful and treat like, you know, it, because there's no perfect church out there. There's imperfect people. There's imperfect people in every church that you will go to. Most definitely. Most definitely. I totally agree with that. Yeah. You just wrapped up advice, all of that in one. <laughs> but yeah, I, this this has been a really good discussion, and I wanted to thank you um, for being willing to, you know, share your experience and to just shed light on what church hurt looks like, what it really is, how you mm-hmm. should, how you should handle it, you know, and even the idea that it's not even church hurt but disappointment with people. I think all of this was necessary and will help a lot of a lot of people that may have been dealing with similar experiences. So thank you for being willing to, you know, come on and, and to just share. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yeah. So thanks to everyone for tuning in and make sure that you connect with Shantae on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starter Stick, available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly Podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.